Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 13 The River and the Stork Dorothy and Mister had been walking for several hours along the road of yellow bricks. The Munchkin village was far behind them, and its denizens almost certainly mourning their loss by now. They left the village in the earliest hours of the morning without telling anyone what happened a necessary course of action that made them both sick with guilt. It was not that they wanted to leave in that way. It was more that the munchkins were far too trusting. In their infinite politeness, they would likely try to help them, a situation that would only result in more bloodshed. No, it was better this way. Traveling through the rolling hills was much easier than expected. A small valley was actually formed around the path, creating a surprisingly flat and smooth walk. A calm, cool breeze flowed through every once in a while, and occasionally they came across a tree with birds chirping in it, or small squirrel-like creatures scurrying around them and playing. It was a nice, serene path that eventually opened up to a large field as the hills got smaller and smaller before disappearing altogether. They eventually came upon a large river. Dorothy pulled out the map Lothor had given her and studied it. This must be the... Tottenhots River, she said. It looks like it's too long to go around. She looked to her left and then to her right. Hmm. There's got to be a bridge somewhere around here. She folded up the map and once again returned it to her back pocket. The travelers walked the lush tree-lined banks of the river until they came to a large wooden covered bridge. It was high above the water, as the banks had a subtle incline that put the river far below them. Dorothy ran up to it and entered, only to find the floor missing about halfway through, creating an impassable hole. She looked down as the water rushed beneath them. It was moving far too fast for anything good. If she fell in, she would be killed. If not by the fall, then by the current that smashed and crashed over the large, jagged rocks throughout. She dropped to her knees as Mr. caught up with her. That goddamn tin woodman, Dorothy screamed. The sound of her voice echoed through the length of the bridge. <sighs> this has to be the work of that goddamned woodman. Mister looked at her. He felt bad and did not know what he could possibly say or do to make her feel any better. Instead, he just placed a soft glove of a hand on her shoulder in an attempt to comfort her. They stood in silence for a few minutes the sound of the rushing water below coming up through the hole in the floor and echoing throughout the large wooden hall. It seemed as though it was getting louder and louder with every second of personal silence. 
the slightly fishy smell filling the thick air that only got thicker and thicker to the point of suffocation. Any ideas? She sighed. Any ideas at all, mister? He glanced at her. He did not want to answer, but he did anyway. No. Me either. Dorothy's voice was especially downtrodden. Looking through to the other side of the bridge and desperately trying to figure out what the next step was, Dorothy and Mr. heard a small snap. They both looked at each other, then up and down and all around themselves. Snap! Crack! Pop, 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 pop! Crack! As the bridge began to collapse all around them, Mr. pushed his friend back toward the entrance. Run! he screamed as the floor beneath them gave way. Dorothy ran out as fast as she could, unaware that Mr. was not close behind. As she made it back to safety, she turned around, just in time to see the bridge in its entirety crumble into the river with a loud splash and forming a cloud of dust mixed with a fine mist of water. Mister! she screamed, running as close to the bank as she could without falling in, desperately searching for any sign of life. Mister! Dorothy! cried Mr. Scarecrow. Dorothy! He was now being carried away in a mess of lumber and debris. He managed to climb up on a large piece of the roof that was somehow still intact, holding on for dear life. I will find you! I will find you and come back for you, he cried out. But his voice was getting smaller as the river rushed him away until he was completely out of sight. Mister, screamed Dorothy, running along the river. Just hold on, I, I'll save you. She was aware that what she was saying was too late. He surely could not hear her vow of heroics. It was not the Tin Woodman's intention to cause the bridge to collapse. It was just an added bonus. He ran beside the debris as it floated downstream. He was careful to stay hidden from view. The lion close behind. He laughed as Mr. Scarecrow yelled out to Dorothy, and laughed even harder when she yelled out to him in return. They all came to an abrupt stop as the land came to an end and watched as the remains of the bridge and a panicked Mr. Scarecrow fell over the side of a large rushing waterfall. Even over the sound of the river rushing by, the tin woodman could hear Dorothy screaming across the way, Mr. Dorothy's voice echoed. He laughed in response, though not loud enough to be heard by anyone but himself and the lion, creeping up to the edge of the cliff and carefully looking down. Everyone involved saw the grisly sight of Mr. at the bottom of the fall. He had been impaled on a large, splintery board from the bridge and lodged in between two large rocks. He was literally stuck between a rock and a hard place. He screamed in agony, unable to raise himself. He squirmed in a failed attempt to control the pain. This only made the sadistic Tin Woodman even happier. After all, he only wanted to fuck up their day and inconvenience them. 
This turn of events was even better than he had imagined when he was hacking the floor of the bridge to pieces. He looked across the river and saw he had been spotted by Dorothy. He waved as she raised a hand with her extended middle finger. Taken aback a little from this sight, he just smiled and shrugged it off, before disappearing back into the trees and tall grass. The lion remained hidden and out of sight, even as he followed close behind. Dorothy looked down at Mr. Hold on! I'm coming to get you! Her voice carrying over the loud roar of the rushing water. Mr. tried to respond, but was unable to. Dorothy took a little comfort in knowing that he was not dead, that he could not be dead, a fact known to her because he had told her once that it was ridiculously difficult to kill a scarecrow. She looked around and found a small footpath leading to the base of the waterfall. Once she got down, she found the water was still too deep and the current still too strong to cross. She was, however, that much closer to Mr. She was almost within reach of him. I'm still here, she yelled over the noise of the river, as Mr. slowly moved his head in search of her. Right here. I'm not going anywhere without you. I promise. It was at this very moment that a rather large stork swooped down from the sky and landed in front of Dorothy. Now, this wasn't just large as in large for a stork. This was large as in small for an elephant. This thing was huge. Far bigger than Dorothy. She backed away slowly as it stepped closer and closer to her. I don't want any trouble, she said calmly, never breaking eye contact with the ludicrously oversized bird. So please, don't eat me. The bird stopped, opened its mouth, and in a strangely thick, almost Austrian accent, mixed with a French accent as well, it said, Eat you? It laughed. <laughs> Why, I'm not going to eat you. I am here to help you. He looked over at Mr. Impaled in the river. And him as well. Dorothy looked at him. Uh, that's, that's okay. She said, I don't need any help. Please do not help. Ah, do not be ridiculous, said the large bird. I am always happy to help those in need. No, 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 no. You don't understand, said Dorothy. But it was too late. The bird was already pulling Mr. from the river and returning him to Dorothy. Shit, she said to herself. Now, were you two needing to get to the other side? Asked the bird with a mouth full of scarecrow. Just hop on and I will carry you over. He lowered his head so Dorothy could climb onto his neck with ease. Before she could refuse the offer, the kind-hearted stork lifted himself into the air and simply grabbed her with his massive feet. He carried the two of them over the river, 
completely unaffected by their collective weight, and gently set them down on the dry ground away from the river bank. Dorothy looked up at him. You really shouldn't have, she said in a worried voice. But not a problem, he replied. Not a pro <laughs> And that was when his body was forced to the ground and his neck was snapped between the upper and lower jaws of the lion. Dorothy let out a small scream, more startled than anything as she watched as the bird and the lion disappeared into the distance. She looked at Mr. I told him not to. I know, said Mr. with a heavy sigh. Can you please patch me back up now? <laughs>